Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. On this episode of the podcast, I'm getting back to my self-love interviews with a very special guest, Paula Johnson. Paula and I recorded this interview back in early 2020, and even though it was pre-pandemic, the messages that she's sharing during our interview are extremely relevant right now. Paula is a registered clinical counselor who leapt into her career when she was inspired by a dream. Paula not only follows her nudges, she says she has been pushed to take action by choosing to listen to her intuition. Right now, learning to listen to our intuition is one of the most important skills that we can adopt. We also discuss past life regression and EMDR, Both are different types of therapies that can be instrumental in healing from trauma. So please welcome my very special guest, Paula Johnson. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to be back with my self-love series and to introduce you to my friend, Paula Johnson. Welcome, Paula. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so excited that we finally get to do this conversation. Uh, We met uh, over a year ago through the Nanaimo Women in Business Networking, and it's really interesting. So Paula is actually a registered uh, clinical counselor, but when I met her, she was uh, talking about a past life regression workshop. So it actually took me, I think, eight months to realize what you actually did as your primary profession, (laughs) because I I didn't even realize, I hadn't even made the connection. It's so funny because I was so drawn to what you were sharing about past life regression. But then uh, we had a beautiful opportunity. You know, my family's been working with Paula and I have to say that I absolutely love um, the way Paula works in practice and she's just been such a gift to our family. So I'm really, really excited, Paula, to share you with my network, with the people that are listening and watching. And if you could just tell us a little bit about your story and kind of how you got to where you are today, that would be awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for that introduction, Julie. That was really beautiful. And, and uh, I, I've been enjoying getting to know you over the last eight months as well. So thank you so much for having me on this. And of course, you know, with everybody's journey, my journey has not been a straight line. Like most women, um, we start off one place and we end up on another. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur here. We get to kind of do what brings us passion and love. And I guess my my story, if I start, started probably about 25 years ago, um, or a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> I was working uh, at a law firm, and really not finding a lot of joy in that. And it was just really challenging. Um, I didn't feel like I was using what I needed to be using. I didn't feel like I was um, where I was supposed to be. I knew that there was more for me. And like literally, I had a dream and I like a literally, literally had a dream. And the next day I quit my job. And I mean, I, I know I was, it, it was just so powerful. And I was like, I knew that I needed to do more. I just did not know what that was. And I would honestly, I was freaking out. I mean, I, after I quit, I had 
many sleepless nights. I didn't know what I would be doing. I didn't know what career I would take. I mean, here I'd gone to university and worked, you know, working in a law firm and here I was unemployed. And so it did, I, I did some soul searching. I, I actually ended up going with a career coach and I found that I, I really wanted to work with people. And again, so I started following that and I, I ended up doing a degree um, and starting in the course of working with people on the counseling capacity. And so that is kind of how I moved into this field. And it was like one, when I know when people are in the flow because the doors just keep opening and I've experienced that over and over again. So that is kind of how I started to get into this field and literally a dream and I followed it. I was scared, so scared, but I just, I had to because there's something inside of me that just wouldn't, it was harder to stay where I was than to grow. So what I love about your story is that you had this, it's an intuitive nudge, right? A dream can be an intuitive nudge. It's like a download, but you took action. And that is the scariest part because we all have these like crazy dreams and downloads. And often we just say, not for me. That's not, I'm not listening to that message, even though like in our heart and our intuition, we kind of know it resonates. So I just want to like, pause for a moment on that part of your story, because I do think that's a very powerful message to share with someone who might be in a situation where they're like, they're not feeling fulfilled. They know they have more to offer. They feel like they're stuck. And then they just, they're hearing this nudge. They're having a dream. They might even be having uh, wakeful dreams. Like, you know, when you're, you're awake, but you're actually, it's like a, a, a download and a message. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's actually how I wrote my book, 30 Days of Gratitude. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The chapters would come to me in like waking downloads. Like I was awake and I would be walking and I would just, the chapter would start writing itself in my head and then I'd get home from my walk and start writing it. So oh, yeah, it's yeah. very powerful when we tap into that intuitive nudge and then it totally changed your life. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that it did. <laughs> I'm grateful. So then what's really, what really caught my attention though, when we first met was that you had done this work with past life regression. And okay. yeah, how does one go from you know doing this degree, becoming, you know, a clinical counselor, working in practice, and then mm-hmm. this seems like a quite a different branch. Absolutely, absolutely. It is and it isn't because okay. you know, again, here is um I, this was another nudge. Mm-hmm. Is uh I don't think it was 20, well, when was it 2014? And I was listening to Hay House. I was getting ready in the morning, listening to Hay House, and yeah. Dr. Brian Weiss came on talking about past life regression. And I, I had, I had seen him on Oprah. I think like probably eight years before, but I didn't really like follow it. I didn't really know a lot about it. But here I was listening to him getting ready in the morning, and I again, there was this. It's not even a nudge for me. When sometimes, I mean, some are nudges, but this is like, you gotta go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like a push. Like it was a push. And I went downstairs that morning and I said to my husband, I got to go to this training, this past life regression training. It's in um, Omega Institute just outside of New York City. I need to go. And the next one is, you know, in July. And that's the one I need to go to. And he was like, okay, um, 
I'm not, I, I'm not doing it with you, but you can go. And I was like, again, I, it was this overwhelming need to go, but then my brain did get in the way. And I was like, this, like, where did this come from? I haven't Mm. followed him. I haven't read anything. I don't know really anything at all about past life regression. And so I sat on it for a couple days, but my husband went online and he's like, it's full. Like the training is full. And I'm like, what? That was, that was what sparked me again. It was about two days later when he said that. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I have to be in that training. And sure enough, I phoned and they were full. And I said to them, no, no, no. Like I, I okay, no, July. Cause they had another one, another, like a, almost a year down the road. And I'm like, that's not the one. No. And so I, I put my name on the list and um, they actually called me only about a week later and they said, we have a spot for you. Would you like it? And I said, yes, take my payment, take it. <laughs> I was, I was like set for, I was set for this, that, that July to go. And it was, it was interesting because that was an interesting process too, because mm-hmm. again, I didn't follow it. I didn't know why I was doing it, but I just followed it. And it's a big trip, you know, going to New York and going to, I've never been to the Mega Institute. It was beautiful. And the, the, the strangest thing there is one of the therapies that I do do is um, EMDR. And um, it was like, I, I have, that is one of my main uh, ways of working with people. It releases and resolves trauma really quickly. And I just, I have been working with it for like many, many years. And my supervisor and trainer was there the same week in this building doing another level of training. And I'm like, am I supposed to be there with her? Am I supposed to be in this past life regression? It was just all, I just, I didn't know I was torn here. And yeah, so that's, I, but I went, I trained and there it was. And this is so, I mean, I have like chills from your story because mm-hmm. there's something so magical about when you have clarity about what you want, Yes, yes. the universe moves and makes it happen mm-hmm. so that you can go. And just to remind people, so because I'm from Ontario, people might be like, well, New York's not that far. When you live on Vancouver Island, New York is pretty darn far away. So let's just put that into context. It's a big trip to go. And you went on your own. You didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. And well, actually, my I said to my husband, you need to come with me because there's something important there for you to get out of. Oh. He didn't want to do the training, but he, I was like, there's something important for you to get out of it. And um, so he did accompany me. And I mean, there's a whole nother story behind that. It was, it was like, again, crazy, powerful um, connections. Um, so it was, it was a, it was an awesome trip all the way around. Although coming back, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And so again, it was, um, you know, my, I had friends and my family was interested and, and working with, uh, people in my, in my practice, they were curious so they would come and I would do one-to-one sessions. And then again, there it was again, boom, a download. We need to do this in, in workshops, in retreats. And so then I started offering, um, group sessions of past life regression and then the stories that were coming out of that and the healing that was coming out of that. I mean, people were healing chronic pain, anxiety, phobias, 
relationships, like things just, things just became clear to them going back into a past life where there's something important for you to know to release an energy or a pattern. Um, there's lots of patterns that we, you know, carry on with and people were experiencing big shifts in their, in their life. So that is, that's kind of how I followed that thread again. And it interweaved with therapy. I mean, here we were releasing um, something that was people were feeling stuck on. Maybe they had gotten therapy for it. It felt still stuck. And here we do a past life regression and it releases or they get a different insight into it and something shifts in their life. And there's another form of transformation and healing for them. It's really interesting because this kind of work it's not, not everyone's comfortable with it, of course, depending on what your beliefs are or your, the way that you, you know, you fit spiritually into the world. It may or may not be aligned with how you think or feel. What's really interesting is I had actually, I heard Brian Weiss speak uh, around the same time, I think, that you did your course actually in Toronto at a Hay House event. I read his books. I really started getting this cool understanding of what this past life regression therapy was but I never did anything with it. And I honestly had not even thought about it until I met you that day at the networking. And I was like, this is so interesting because I, I just, it hasn't even been a part of my life for so long. And then I meet someone who's offering a retreat. How incredibly amazing is that? Because, you know, I believe that our soul has a journey and a purpose and, and with every iteration that our soul comes to earth. And there's a, our soul has a journey and a purpose and a dharma to fulfill, whatever that, that will be for each person. And sometimes, you know, our soul is still trying to fulfill what was not fulfilled in a, in a past life or we're carrying something that, you know, we can't, sometimes when you can't think of where something comes from where, with like a fear or something, you're like, I really like, how is that? Where does that even come from? Exactly. It's often coming from something that you're just not even consciously aware. So mm. I do believe in the, the power of this work. And I think it's really fantastic that you offer this as part of, you know, holistic, it's holistic healing. It's holistic healing. Yes. And, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, I just agree. Totally agree. It is a holistic uh, healing. Not everyone is interested. Um, however, I mean, people come to me too, because I do, incorporate that spiritual practice and it's not even necessarily doing past life regression it is about following those nudges it is around expanding your capacity to uh, connect with your intuition and your own wisdom and sometimes that gets clouded based on some of our past experiences our traumas our um, self-defeating beliefs and so to really kind of clear that out is to look at it from a real a, a real spiritual capacity of that you have your own wisdom within you. So it is always interweaved, but whether people take past life regression or not, I mean, it's totally a different, you know, that's up to, to people for sure. Yeah. Um, and also too, is like, I always, I, I started to say this, but I really, people, people have, people that find me have us already are on their spiritual path on developing further is that it's interesting because people that didn't even believe or did have um you know reservations about it would have these amazing experiences in past life and and again our brain always says oh i've probably read this or watched it on a movie but that's our conscious and our subconscious kind of working 
you know, not really together, working in, you know, it, it's, and you doubt, there's self-doubt again, but whatever is coming, there's always a message, and I, and that is something that interweaving is like, what was the message that you received, because it's so, it can be so important for, and it can be so simple too. It's that allowing of a bit of suspension of our, what we believe to be reality, which isn't even real, really. <laughs> We're listening to some podcasts on quantum reality. So, Absolutely. right. But that's the thing is like what we believe to be real isn't actually even real because what I see as reality is actually not the same as you see as reality. So it's a suspension of allowing yourself to just explore other possibilities and other realms and all these things that are so amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited for that. I, you know, I'm like, I was like, I'm going to go into your schedule and, and I want to schedule a session because I've said we've had a, a session where, so I want to just mention uh, EMDR because we did have a session together and you're like, it's going to take, we could take a couple sessions. We could t-, and we literally cleared a trauma for me with one session. It's, I was, and it's interesting, and I'll mention this because I've mentioned this on my podcast before, is that, you know, I have been through two traumatic miscarriages, and the last one, which was actually five years ago now, I almost lost my life. And what's interesting is I didn't really attach trauma to it, but I would have flashbacks of like, and just in a moment of like stress, and I would feel it. And I was like, oh, I guess that's a little bit of post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. You know, I can talk about the incident now, I speak about it now, like, it's part of my fabric of who I am, but I wanted to release the trauma part of it. So can you tell us what exactly this is? Because it's something I want a lot of people to know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, it's, I've probably, EMDR was introduced to it probably about, you know, 16 years ago. And I went to training right away because it was something that I could completely relate to. And the process for me, not all people um, practice that or, or find, you know, it's kind of like your own, again, it's like, what is, what I just, this was something that really I could identify with. And so EMDR, it is a short acronym, but it it stands for eye movement reprocessing and desensitization. It's this long word, but it's been around for over 30 years. Francis Shapiro, um, came up with a theory around it and um, and she's since passed yet it carries on in all the practice of research but really it is about reprocessing the trauma and it is on a, a, a deep level a limbic system level you know trauma gets held in our nervous system our body our brain and this is a way to it's a really gentle process as you can probably attest to um, it, it doesn't it's not jarring it can obviously it can bring up emotions but we're really clearing the you know mind uh, the beliefs around it, the experience, the body, the felt senses, and just really giving your brain that time to kind of talk, both sides of your brain to talk, to process the trauma, and to be able to frame it and release it and resolve it and see it in a different way. And it, you don't forget about it. However, how you perceive it, that reality kind of shifts for people. And so most people talk about that it just doesn't bother them anymore. It, um, you know, there's different traumas, of course. Big yeah. Traumas, little T traumas. And, you know, yet it's still successful for whatever you're working on. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be something in 
the present. Some people have come to me for fear of flying, oh. uh, fear of phobias, um, having a fear around something. Um, and, you know, there's usually traces back to it. We, there's a belief system that holds it into place. Um, usually, you know, a big piece is like, I'm not good enough. I'm not safe. I'm not significant. I'm not worthy. And those, those start really early. So um, it is a nice gentle process to be able to clear kind of that history of trauma or even one event of, you know, one significant event. And that's what I love about it is that it really like at, at the moment when you and I connected, that was what I was, mm-hmm. I was like, that was top of mind with me. And I said, you know, I just, I want to be able to, I sharing my story is super important. I really think like conversations around miscarriage need to be shared because it's a, it's a very taboo topic. And I, I have a pretty traumatic story, mm-hmm. but I want to share it in a way that I honor what happened and I honor the experience, but I don't feel the trauma of it every time I share it. Yeah. And because I do feel that this is part of my message is to continue to share, like, how do you move forward after such a trauma? And gratitude, of course, has been a big part of that for me. But this piece that you and I did, it really did just, it really kind of gave me a little bit more space and freedom to share and not have the the same emotional attachment in a, in a traumatic way. So thank you for that. So you have so many beautiful modalities that you use in your practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear, cause you did mention that you've done some things around self love and I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, I, I, I mean, I'm so appreciative that you are talking about this topic and really getting it out and the messaging because it is, it's a huge thing. Everyone can relate to, to self-love and have different levels of it and, or however they express it. And one of the things definitely, I work with a lot of women. I do work with men, but you know, I have to say there is a huge piece that it all comes around, around self-love mm-hmm. and, and you know, there's, no matter what has happened to us in the past or present, we have felt where we've had self-defeating beliefs. We have maybe we're in a pleasing kind of mode. We have a lot of guilt if we do stand, try to stand in our power. And that really takes away from the self-love. And mm-hmm. trauma can take away from our how we feel about ourselves. Like I was saying, some of the main messages that come, and people don't, you know, this is on an unconscious level. We can, you know, that's how I kind of work. Is that getting to like the root of stuff is there is a belief around I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm insignificant. Um, these beliefs kind of get, get kind of trapped in our mind, in our body, and really take away from our ability to really live in our fullest potential, our fullest capacity. And just by clearing some of that and really having these, you know, open conversations and, and being able to, you know, stand in your power and stand in your no, or, you know, I love one one thing I love is that um, it was actually between the client and I, we were talking about um, guilt because that's a big, that's a big self-love sucker, right? Is that the guilt of like expectations or doing stuff that you don't want to, but you do it because you feel guilty. I mean, there's so much around this. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, laughing out of it, we like coin this as like the other G spot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the guilt, the other G spot that oh we have, you know, so it's, it's just been, you know, kind of making it fun, but it's yeah. a real, like, these are big things 
that women walk in the door and are experiencing. And so it is all connected to self-love and gratitude and just really being able to live it in your fullest potential, living with your living with purpose and really kind of uncovering all of that so that you can be, you know, living the life that you're meant to live here and being able to go forth. So that's that's kind of the interweave of everything that uh, I do. Oh, it's so beautiful. I love it. And I love really that you are a model for someone who like took the intuitive push, shall we say, and just went for it and dove in. And I, it's a very powerful model to like, you showed up that way in your life. And so now you're inspiring others to do the same. It's not like you, you did it first and now you're like, you know what, you can do it too. And I've got modalities and things that are going to help you to get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always ask uh, my guests to share if they could inspire people to make one change, start one new habit, or even stop doing something, what would that be for you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Just one, right? Just one. (laughs) Well, you know, if we come back to this place of, you know, the the G-spot, like the guilt, that is a huge piece that I think everybody has experienced that feeling of guilt. You know, you don't want to let down people. You don't want to let down your kids. There's these expectations around work, expectations (laughs) about relationships. There's a belief system, you know, to be nice. And if you're not nice, then you feel guilty about that. So I think the biggest thing is really being able to just stand in and hold that guilt. Um, And what I mean by that is that feel it and not make decisions out of guilt. And it will start, your life will start to shift. I mean, really that's around, you know, it's holding feelings. We always run away, we're scared a lot. So just even being really able to hold that guilt, not making decisions out of guilt, giving your time, your, your, yourself space and time to make a decision um, around what you want to do and feeling into that. Is it a true yes? Is it a no for me? And being able to, um, again, that's your intuition speaking, yeah. it's true to me, and being able to learn to uh, have your voice in that, even if it's going against what you have learned. And part of that, it takes practice. Absolutely. So that is actually, it's something I've not heard yet, which is so great. I love it when there's a new tip that we can share. And I love that you said, it's like holding space to feel the guilt, Mm -hmm. to like actually feel our feelings, but then to not make the decision out of guilt. guilt. Very important distinction is that, are we making this decision from guilt? Mm -hmm. And that can really change. That's a really, that's a small shift, but man, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm going to use that in my own life. Thank you for sharing. So, As we wrap things up, my goodness, you shared so much goodness here today. How are people going to find you or connect with you? What's the best way to do that? Well, I do have um, a website. It's PaulaDJohnson.com. Um, so you can definitely connect with me through that. And of course, um, you know, being on Facebook and, and if you Google me, I'm a registered clinical counselor. So it comes up under that. Um, but yes, you, do you have a Facebook page as well. I do. Yeah. Paula okay. Johnson worldwide. Um, okay. You can find me under there. Send me a message there. Love to hear from you. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this. Of course. And is there anything exciting that you might be working on that depending on when people are watching or listening, they might be able to find out more about? 
Yes, absolutely. Well, of course, I, I mean, I always post it as well. There is, um, I'll be having some more retreats coming up around past life regression. I do try to have a few of those a year and then have um, workshops throughout that. So I do post those as well as continually working on um, my women's empowerment hub with lots of information on there. Um, again, um, it's, it will be added to things around the self love experiment around past life regression uh just around basic some basic information so that that's in the process too always okay. growing always expanding right yes oh. and I'm, I'm excited because you know this interview will be shared in so many ways so as you're adding new things as you're sharing new things we can always share that uh, in the comment or in the notes um when you know someone is looking at this maybe for the first time which could be you know months from now from, from this live uh recording that we're doing Paula, thank you so so much i loved our conversation today it was such a wonderful way to get to know you better and to share you with all these wonderful people who are listening and watching um with us today well, and thank you, Julie, too. You're a beautiful spirit, and I just appreciate you incorporating me into this beautiful work and this so important work that you're doing. So, so thank you to you, too. You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcasts? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.